So, uh, hello everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Two Nerds One Quest. I'm doing this introduction when Norm's got his back turned, so it's kind of a fun thing. I am your host and DM JC here with these four nerds because you know math is hard. We multiply like gremlins, that type of thing. Uh, crazy morning here. Uh, we'll start out with the man with the light in his face, <laughs> Ryan Krikskukta. Oh God, that makes yeah. me think of going and seeing. Um, oh, what the frick band was it? Weird <laughs> singer was complaining about light being in his face, the spotlight. Oh no, I don't know anything about that. But yeah, here's what I will cool. say: uh, while Tom Norman's bringing sexy back, we're uh, kicking ass on a Sunday morning. So let's make it happen. Boom, Tom. Hell yeah. Split party. The other member of that split is one Tom M. Norman, who has finally turned around and joined us. How are you doing this morning, sir? Allergies are a motherfucker. <laughs> trying to catch you with a cup of coffee in your mouth. <laughs> I'm oh, not going to get better. couldn't spit the words out fast enough to, to get you in the middle of the drink. Nope. Nope, I'm good. I'm good. I'm here. Nope. I'm alive. Ready to blow some shit up. The man with the plan next to him on my screen, at least, is one Rick. Kane, <laughs> down below Tom again, I guess. How are you doing this morning, buddy? I'm doing good. I'm going to see if we can collect some skeleton thingies today. Thingies. 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 <laughs> yes. thingies. Uh, last but not least, the lore master, the legend, the limerick maker, the lazy dragon, the lovable louse. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Hey, you're a giant maggot, dude. Uh, I've been called worse. <laughs> I've been called worse by better. <laughs> Ouch. 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 Fair enough. Fair We're enough. going for the throat this morning. Touche. It's love. It's I'll all take off the game when we're split from the party. Yeah, I was going to say it's a TPK today. Oh. <clears throat> all right. Do you have a recap for us, Jeff? I do. I do. Possibly a so, we uh, we started in the uh, uh, the main entry area, entry hall of uh, of the Gauntlet, um, and we're trying to sneak up on what we thought was two uh, two midflits. Uh, so we started a fight, but turned out there were more. There was another midflit and a giant maggot. Uh, we did really well though. We had a lot of team crits on that fight. So uh, after that, we started to search, and um, Abed finds uh, found a secret closet with uh, a non-functioning magical symbol that uh, he and Syl were investigating, while Crew and Kane were off to their own mischief, opening another door, and found four more mitflits in, uh, in a rubble-filled sinkhole. So after that fight, which went uh, better than it probably should have, um, we, uh, somebody, I think it was, I think Kane found a staircase uh, down underneath the rubble, but would take some time to uncover, uh, uncover it to be usable. Uh, so, uh, towards the end of the last session, the party kind of split up with, uh, Abed and Syl checking the, uh, north central door and finding what looked to be an empty office, while Crew and Kane were continuing southeast, uh, where there was a stone walkway over the moat, and they found a seven-foot skeleton, uh, with, uh, armor and a giant morning star. So, uh, uh the, the comedy ensued last week with, uh, Abed uses his message imploring. Kane's response is only, exploring. Next, he tells crew stay there. The reply is, seems fair. Abed's thinking this cantrip is boring. 
<laughs> yeah. A couple of notes from your recap. Uh, we yeah. have Crew and Kane, so that's like CK1. <laughs> um, you said Team Crits, and my dad always had a habit of flipping the first uh, letters of words around and saying it the other way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm into that. I said it in my head and was like, oh, that's a fun one. I'm all Anyways. about it. <laughs> Anyways. Hmm. <sighs> all right. Shall we begin? Where shall we begin? Um, uh, hey, uh, Norm and Jeff, why don't you throw me a d20? Just a straight roll. 16. One. Let's get right. that Norm. out of the way. How bad? We start with you guys. <laughs> when you split the party, you got to use dice to determine where you start. Fair. Oh, actually, you know what? Oh, no, we weren't in initiative, really. Were we? No. No, we weren't in initiative. We're not. What would you like to do, Norm? Uh... You guys did open this room, didn't you? We did. Yes, we did. Inside and see. Let's see. I'll give you a recap of what you see inside in a second. Scroll down to it. Uh, the the ceiling has collapsed uh, in the southwest corner of this room. The walls bear several shelves, but the books and papers once kept there have rotted to ruin long ago due to exposure to the elements. As have the wooden desk and chair in the alcove in the northwest, northeast. Um, yeah, that's what you're looking at. <laughs> All right, so I would. I'm definitely going in, and I am okay. going to. Um, I'm gonna, you know, kind of rifle through the books to see if there's anything. I'm gonna ping my uh, detect magic. Um, I'm, I'm looking for, in, in the books and stuff, I'm looking for anything magical, like spell books, scrolls, um, you know. I'm going to search the rest of the place just to see what's, what's what. Okay. Uh, Miss Frost, are you following him in, or are you... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Going in there and okay. not really um, looking for anything in particular, but do a little okay. investigation. Can you both give me a perception check? <clears throat> As you rifle yeah. through the books and if you can call them books, like you go to grab, like there's several that look like they're intact, but you go to grab the spine and the spine just comes off in your hand and kind of falls apart and the pages tumble down into like this like sheet eaten away, torn pieces. Now, with Pathfinder, you cannot assist somebody and give them advantage, right? Like, this is just to do right. your own advantage thing. Advantage doesn't exist yeah. in Pathfinder. There, you can there, help. But yeah, there is a help, but it's not advantage. Yeah, it, it, if you, you make the same check, and if you succeed, it gives them a plus two on their check. Yeah, it's called aid. Aid, yeah. I rolled a 10. in perception. All right. So rifling around, in the, most of the books, all the books you find, all the paper and everything you find on the shelves is just tatters. It's ruined. Some of it's just dust, like a, like a, um, like 
if you've ever seen a termite, what it leaves behind, just the pile of dust in the wood. It's a lot <clears> like that, most of these books. The paper is rot. There's mold on it. There's nothing usable within the books. You stumble over to the desk. There's a partially open drawer there. And you find a couple of bottles actually sitting in the in the drawer. Um, uh, they look like they're like some form of elixir. Um, make an arcana check as you're looking at them. This That's a mine. 15 for me. 18. I'm trying to find out exactly what these are, but they are not. Because the PDF is for the entire adventure, and my hand one is... Goat urine. It's funny. It's interesting. Do I have a... I say funny. Oh, I wonder if they're in here. Funny. <laughs> a couple of elixirs that you find, I will tell you... Um, Actually, I could probably pull them up. Uh, one is a lesser comprehension elixir. One is a minor elixir of life. And one is a lesser skeptics elixir. Lesser skeptics? Yep. And we would both know this? Uh, what did you roll on your... 18. Check? Oh, yeah. Yep. You both know it. Lady Frost guesses... A little bit, like, she thinks she's pretty sure about it. You confirm. So between the two of you, you're 100% positive what they are. All right, so elixir of life, of elixir them. of comprehension, and what? Um, a lesser comprehension elixir, a minor elixir of life, and a lesser skeptics elixir. What does a skeptics and a comprehension do? That's very, very interesting. Let me... I feel like I should know what they are before I either take them or give them up. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, the, the elixir, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm in, I'm in Nethys. The elixir sharpens your mind, allows you to see through lies, falsehoods, and magical trickery. You gain an item bonus to perception checks and perception DCs to notice falsehoods, whether they're spoken lies or written deceit. Ooh. You gain the same bonus to will saves. As a lesser, it's a plus one, and the duration is one minute. And that was the elixir of? Skeptics. Yeah. I think if you put them in your inventory, they should, uh, you can click, you should be able to click on them and see what the other ones do too. Yeah, the comprehension is you can read anything. And the elixir of life uh, um, regains hit points. So it's a healing. Okay. So who's, are you taking them, someone? Um, uh, let's, uh, I would probably give up, you know, let's, um, I probably only want the comprehension elixir, to be honest. Okay, so I so... might, like, try to grab that one right away. Alright, I'll take the life, and that was the minor life? Yep, minor elixir of life and lesser skeptics elixir. Cool. Okay. How right. the hell do you spell skeptic? 
S K E P T. I see. Should be able to find it in your inventory. Yeah, it's not popping up on search. You do add items and then search that. You can find it. Was it a mine? Was it that minor as well? Lesser, yeah. I think. Lesser. Less, lesser. lesser. That might be why. Minor was it. the healing. All right. While you guys are working through adding those to your inventory, uh, Crew and Kane, what would you like to do? You peeked in, you saw um, this giant skeleton, and you... Well, Crew did. Crew did. I, I crew peeked in. Yeah. Uh, can I tell if the skeleton has any life to it, or if it's just a... Uh, um, you know, just left there to uh, rot. Um, make a perception. Like any mo movement, glowing eyes, uh, turning its head, that kind of stuff. Uh, just an eight. Just an eight? Uh, just it, an eight. It, it moves when you peek through there. Um, almost like it's surveying, like it. All its right. Head I'm going to look. At the area. Uh, based on its size, I'm going to uh, slowly close the door again. Okay. And and uh, back away, pointing at it. Pointing at the door? Yeah. Means like, like. Yeah. Both um, of you make a perception check then. Seventeen. Uh, sure, sure, that one's a twenty-one. You, um, uh, crew, you hear a click of like a door closing softly beyond mm. the door. Hmm. That, like, that wasn't me clicking a door. Exactly. Uh, okay. If we're still not in initiative yet, I guess I can cast message and, uh, tell him seven foot skeleton behind the door. Who, tell him. Him is who? Tell, uh, Kane. Okay. Okay. Um. Myth? Hold on, hold on. Abed, Abed, we need you. Abed. <laughs> Master of magic. We spoke through my mind before, so I'm thinking like I can just <laughs> telepathically talk to Abed. Yep, no, it doesn't. You can get nothing back. <laughs> hey, I'm bad. <laughs> so we're right wait here for him. I'll just Sorry, wait here. He'll show up. I had to check, check on the dogs. <laughs> Kane thinks he can just talk to you in his head. He doesn't realize it's magic, so he tried just calling you in his head, and you're not responding. You don't hear anything. No, no, no. crew can do it too. <laughs> um. God, Kane's gonna I, end I, up all by himself somewhere, screaming for help in his head. <laughs> I will, I will ask the question because the internet seemed divided on it. With the message spell, the initial yeah. casting doesn't say you have to see the target, but the general spell rules kind of say that it's a, it's a thing. Um, but the internet was de deba debating whether, as long as there's a path to them, it doesn't have to be line of sight. I think we'll leave it at line of sight for today unless you want to make a call on that for message because I think we'll be using that a lot. Well, at least I will be. What What does message say for a distance? It's like 120 feet. Mm -hmm. 
at 120 feet. I'm kind of okay with it being... I'll, I'll look it up, but we can play it today that you guys can communicate via it if you're within range. But what if you need to know somebody's general location? Like, you yeah, need to... yeah. <clears throat> like I point in a direction. I think that's how the the D and D one works. Is um, the response specifically says they must be able to see you and be within range to respond, but it doesn't say specifically to cast it. I don't know. To me, it's kind of like uh, if if they have to see you to respond, you have to see them to cast it. Um, I'm I'm absolutely I, on whatever DM says on this. Because it's want, not clear. I would like to say <laughs> if you can't see them, you can message to them in a direction, but it's going to take a like an Arcana check to to get it in the direction through the walls and I will mm -hmm. set a difficulty based on how far away you are and how many walls you're going through and uh, stuff fair. like that. If they can't see you, they cannot reply though. Okay. Make sense? Sounds good. Then we'll, then we'll look, I mean, I kind of like that idea. <laughs> so. Yeah, that kind of adds an extra little bit of oomph to it. Yeah. So. Um, okay. So if you wanted to try, you can. <clears throat> um, sure. Um, and I would be looking, if I look north through the door, I don't see them. So I would kind of be basically going roughly straight north, but through the wall or, you know, not knowing which way they went left or right. I only know that there was more space to the left than there was to the right so and i would just be like uh let's see who would i ask for probably lady sill i'm more familiar with so i'd probably go for lady sill and say uh we we found a seven foot skeleton and that's really it <laughs> so uh did you you wanted an arcana check it looks like there's two walls in between us now so uh, yes, yes. Arcana check. Uh, it is a nine. A nine. You think your message got through? All right. <laughs> it's okay, Kane. It's okay, Kane. A bed. Still's on the way. I told Abed, so we're good. All right, they're coming. <laughs> you guys are gonna burst into the room. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna burst in on a seven-foot skeleton. So if no. Kane wants to, we're waiting to, for them uh, to show up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, so Miss Frost, but we're waiting for them to show up. Right, Assumedly, so here's the message. Um, no. <laughs> no, no, two walls and a nine. No. Got it. <laughs> Got it. So, we're still looking for uh, potions. Digging yeah. through drawers. Yeah, I'm um, still searching. You, you don't find anything. There is a door to the north that leads into another room. Yeah, once once we search this room and there's nothing here, uh, I wouldn't spend a lot of time digging through. I would uh, come back out. Nothing. We just found three elixirs. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm saying once we did a search and we didn't find anything. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm going to jiggle the handle to the north. 
All right. Uh, That's what she said. A13. Jiggle to the north. Jiggle to the south. Um, a little east and west. It Like, you jiggle it a little, and it's not locked, and it's so, like, old that it, it just kink and swings open. Uh, and you see a triangular room in front of you. Uh, it might have once been comfortable, but after years of rain and exposure to the elements, um, the room's armoire and tapestries and everything have fallen to decay. Mm. Okay, is there anything of value in the room? Any uh, desks or anything like that in this room? Um, yeah, in searching, you actually find a ring of six keys laying on a desk. Yes. Um, That's what I get for being impatient. He's in no, the neighborhood. Actually, you know what? It is um, It's a rusted ring of keys. Six of its Iron, six of them are iron keys, but there are two bronze keys that remain usable. The rust is ruined of the iron keys. Okay, bronze keys. Sounds great. Well, we'll see what can happens. Can we remove any of the shadow from the map so we can see what Cook is seen? Or is, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep I can. Sorry, my bad. Okay. There we go. That's the room. <clears throat> Rick, you'd be interested to see, or I think it'd be be uh you'd enjoy seeing pa- uh um uh, fantasy grounds because you can only see what your character sees with the fog of war so even mm-hmm. if he showed that part of the map we wouldn't be able to see it from where we are yeah mm-hmm. that's kind of interesting um let's see the one key um the one bronze key has a lighthouse embossed on the head of the key um to rule them and then the other bronze key has a book embossed on it cool seems important more information than we had a minute ago um searching this uh make a perception check i got it 16 16. That's exactly what you needed. Right here, you find a secret door. I would get impatient waiting for Lady Sill, and I would go back in and be like, What are you doing? I use words, (laughs) Hey, I'm bad! (laughs) And then, uh, you know, point to the hidden door and say, I wish someone would check that for traps first. All right. So, um, crew. Oh, blanket. You're waiting there patiently. How long do you wait? (laughs) He's getting impatient. Check the door again. All right. Uh, Knowing that there's something behind it, I'll check the door again, but I'm going to be like as sneaky as possible about it. Okay, go ahead and make a stealth check. 21. 21, all right. You open the door. Skeleton's still standing there. Relatively the same position. Head just looking back and forth. 
over the room. Okay, I'm gonna look back at Kane and see if he's got it like you know ready for battle, and then I'm gonna throw the door open and run to the run back to the side. Okay. Like I like so I actually move a square over, but the door is wide open now. Okay. So you throw the door open, and you run back to the side. Yeah. All kinds of noise. I want it to slam into the other wall. You know, I mean, I'm not a strong character, but... Okay. Uh, yeah. Slams into the other wall. It actually comes off its hinges and falls flat. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boom. There's a big echo through the place. You, uh... Um, Lady Cell and Abed, you hear this, clearly. From, from three rooms away. The bunch of noise and a door... You don't know what it is. You hear this tremendous boom. And then there's, like, silence that, like, as the <clears> echo <throat> of it fades away. There's silence in the... You hear a bit of wind blowing. I'm going to sigh really loudly and uh, <laughs> look at Lady Sill. Say, hold on. I'm going to send him a message. And then I'm going <laughs> to attempt to send a message. So Arcana, yeah. right? Yeah, make an Arcana check. <laughs> who, who are you sending it to? I'm going to send it to... Uh, I'm going to send it to you, genius. Okay. Game was so helpful last time, though. Yeah, it's, it's a 12. It's, it's 12. not going anywhere. Uh, yeah. You send it. You think it might have gotten there. Do I hear anything? Nope. <laughs> okay. Yeah, probably that echo of the door is still ringing in my head. Well, lady, do we go check on them? Or do we peek into the store? If you don't hear screaming, they're not in trouble. <laughs> that is quite astute. Words to live by. Uh... And I'm also going to roll my eyes and say, if you don't want to check the door, I can check the door. The Loot Goblin at work. My hero. <laughs> she can't She can't see it, but my eyes, like, just, like, I'm seeing through her, her little ploy. I'm just rolling my eyes, like, whatever. <laughs> you guys are quite the team. And yet the door will be checked. So yeah, what uh, what am I rolling for this? Uh, thievery check, right? I, th I think I think it's thievery. Let's see if it's trapped. It works for me. It's either that or it's an investigation. There's no it's investigation. A, it's a so perception. Seek, a seek, which is a perception. I think you are seeking a. Thing. I will learn these rules better eventually. Alright. So, thievery? Yeah, we'll do thievery. Right. Makes uh, sense to me. It's a six. Yeah, you don't think that door is trapped at all. In fact, you're confident it's not. This is so much fun. Ah. <laughs> I perceive Abed's confidence in the way that he turned around and eh, and uh, I I go to open the door. You open the door. Push him out of the way. 
to reveal a two-foot-long hallway in another door. That is slightly another ajar. door. Well, is it a door or a jar? It's slightly ajar. Just like the handle of it is like a lid to a jar or something. Okay. <laughs> um, but it is it is cracked open. There is the sound of wind blowing in the room beyond. It covers the map. He hasn't opened the door yet. I thought he did. No, it's no, so. it's slightly it's ajar, and the wind is blowing. Oh. <laughs> open the jar! Open the jar! <clears throat> open the, the jar! Well, I'm, yeah, I'm going to tell Lady Sill. So, well, what are you waiting for? Open it. You open the door and reveal a room beyond. Um, the air in this large chapel feels colder and damper than elsewhere in the ruins. There are condensed beads on the wall that run in rivulets across the countless skulls carved into the stone. There's a moldering human corpse that lies slumped against the wall, his hands wedged into a crack as if he died trying to pry a brick loose. Three short flights of steps lead upward to a wider chamber in the north, where a semicircular dais supports an altar of white stone. Beyond the altar loom four stained-glass windows, each 20 feet tall, and depicting four haunting scenes of ghosts rising from overgrown graveyards toward a four-pointed orange star high above. Well, lady, I feel like it would behoove us to get the, the other members of this group back together. I feel like there may be some heavy lifting ahead of us. All right. So then, um, that would be crew, Kane, mm-hmm. first slams open, makes all kinds of sound, falls to falls off its hinges. Um, what would you like to do? <laughs> I'm just kind of staying around the side of the door and I'm listening to hear if I can hear the skeleton moving. You hear the wind kind of blowing and a little bit of a rattle of bones alright if nothing happened after a few seconds I think crew would peek around the corner to see what's going on like why why is he not coming after us you peek around the corner and the skeleton stands there head surveying back and forth the room okay I'll kind of do uh, crew and make make a perception check. I was gonna say I'll do that thing where you like, hey, hey you, and then kind of duck back and then look, you know, like, like testing it. Okay, make a perception uh, check. All I hear is all I see is the spies like was it spies like us? Hey, up here. Uh, <laughs> Thir- um, Thirteen. Uh, that was uh, isn't that Chevy Chase and look at oh, here, look at yeah. here, three look amigos, here. yeah. 13. Look up, look up. Uh, Looking at it closer, uh, you notice there's like wooden struts and crude lashings that are keeping it together. Uh, It looks like if anything like hit it or even probably brushed against it, the whole thing would collapse. All right. Uh, If Kane hasn't seen that yet, I'm going to rush in kind of not yelling, but kind of a little 
battle cry. Uh, low battle cry, and I'm going to aim for one of the lashings that looks like it's going to drop the whole thing okay. and uh, see if I can make it look all impressive. Kane <laughs> crew charges into the room. <laughs> Go ahead and make an attack roll, Jeff. <laughs> I see this going really well. Uh, 16. 16, yeah, you, you hit the lashing, the whole thing collapses. There is a bunch of rattling of bones and sound, and uh, Lady Sill and um, Abed, you hear this in the distance. Not as loud as the door hitting the ground, <laughs> but uh, a significant cacophony of bone rattling and falling apart. And right. you stand crew over the top of a pile of bones, from a seven-foot-tall skeleton. Nice job. Uh, Defeated it in one hit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I I, I knew just where to hit it. Um, As you come around the corner and see the pile of bones, the thing that catches your eye is the morning star. Yeah, I want to see what... examine the remains that have fallen. With the second log crash, John, we would... I would start to head back. I would go... Uh, Well, he's... While he's looking at the morning star, I'm going to take a peek out through these, uh, like out over the moat and yep. just see what I can see. Uh, peeking out that direction, you see the moat as it runs further off to the north, and you see the side of the um, uh, the building there. Um, okay. Peeking out the other side, you see the slurk sitting there, sleeping in mm-hmm. his spot. Sleeping slurk. Sleeping. He he apparently has let go of the spear and it's just floating in the water mm. <laughs> above him. Um, looking at that morning star, <laughs> Kane, uh, you're familiar with weapons. You're quite familiar with weapons. You've used a lot of different weapons. This is a really good um, specimen of weapon. It's it. This is a plus one morning star. Ooh, cool. So if you'd like, you can add that to your inventory. And then I have to. So it would be a morning star, and it would have a. How does this work? Morning star plus one, I think. Plus one weapon potency, I would add to it. Yeah. Yeah, that's. We can learn the system for this stuff too now. <laughs> yeah, there's there's the yeah, fundamental room. Plus. There's a fundamental room. A property rune. Yeah, it's a weapon potency rune plus two, which it gives a plus one item bonus. Well, it's a rune two. Any of these weapon potency runes can be a rune two or above. What's a plus two weapon potency rune? No, it's no, it's a plus one weapon potency rune, so it's a level two. But it also includes, like, a plus two weapon C potent rune is a level 10 rune. Oh, okay. And, and a plus three is a level 16 rune. So, yeah, it's just a plus one. Okay. Level two equals plus one is kind of what yep. you're going with. Yeah, level two okay. equals plus one, level 10 equals plus two, level 16 equals plus three. That's some jacked up math. Those are, well, the rune levels. Oh. <laughs> is that, I mean, get into the crafting aspect of this game. Like, we could dive deep into this stuff. It's crazy. Like, Wait, crafting. Likely, no, Am I supposed to be collecting, like, like pebbles and, like, stuff as we go? Kind of like in, like in, uh... 
I'm going to tell you, you already have started. Mm. There is loot you have received that is for crafting. Mm. So. So I don't need to pick like berries and shit off the side to craft. Uh... You might. You might. You might want to start looking for stuff. You might need to dive into, figure out, talk to a like, talk to a blacksmith and figure out what he needs to make stuff for you, or train in blacksmithing and figure out what you need to make stuff for you. Find a book on how to do stuff. I'm a wizard, Harry. I'm not. I'm not metalsmithing anything. <laughs> You're a Harry wizard. What? Ah, ah gross. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would uh <laughs> best response to that ever <laughs> gross anyway, uh, I, obviously and... I, I don't think anybody else would use the morning star so it makes sense for Kane to have it but is that something that he would have an issue using that with his current uh, uh weapon setup or at the same time yeah he may be able to come across something but it's going to be up to him whether or not he's going to yeah. um try and modify it into what he currently uses. He has a very specialized weapon with a special... Um, mm -hmm. There's backstory shit behind his weapon. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, Mistress Frost and Abed, you make it into the room. Um, you you <laughs> come into this next room. You see the fallen door off its hinge that you clearly heard fall. Uh, walking around, you find uh, Kane standing over the remains of a what looked like it was probably a very large skeleton judging by the femurs and uh arm bones and rib cage of it and the skull uh crew is looking out the window <laughs> mm. huh. um <clears throat> yeah so ju judging by uh what i've seen from out uh, from the entryway and now from here i can kind of deduce that there's you know uh, there's kind of a it's either a single room or kind of a no way out kind of a thing. So I think I think crew would be interested in completing this end of the castle. So yeah, uh, yeah you very much could come to that realization. Looking at so I would ask Kane to kind of move move the bones a little bit away from the door, and then I would try to sneak the next door open. Okay. Uh, I would check it for traps. Okay, so it feels it feels like. Uh, as a group, you're going to move some of these bones away, and then you want to check the door for traps. So, yeah. um, while, so while we're moving the bones, we just talk about the chapel room we saw, and okay. say we're gonna we're gonna want all four of us because it looks ornate and special. You don't want to leave anybody behind for the special bits. Yeah. All right. So checking we need for meat traps shields. Except... I mean, friends to help. <laughs> <laughs> <Except> <laughs> Thievery for that? Yep, thievery check. Well, we're uh, 22. Yeah, this, you don't think this is trapped at all. All right. I will. Uh, is it unlocked? Uh, yeah. I will. You know what? It worked really well the last time. I'm going to slam this one open again. Uh, I don't know what's behind it, but we're going to do it. Element see. of surprise. Hang on a second. So you slam this open. So so I'll be uh, I'll be here. The pile of bones is pushed over. Yeah, I'll go to slam the door open and then jump back. But Kane's right behind me, so I'm kind of stuck there. Like, oh, um, oh, I thought we were doing this thing again. There is a yell as the door slams open. 
and there is you hear uh, clicking and um, like hissing, uh, slamming the door open. It swings back. It doesn't actually fall off its hinges. But if you push it open inside, you see um, another one of these uh, nitflits who look who looks a bit um, a bit more. Uh, um, put uh, together. Put together, yes. <clears throat> uh, crap. I did not do this. There is nothing in that corner. <laughs> uh, I have seen nothing. No, I didn't see um, any news. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> sitting on a... Oh, it looks... Yeah, here, let me actually just pull up this. Uh, the splintered framing in the ceiling and floor hint that the thin wooden walls once divided this stone building's interior. With those walls demolished, only a single large chamber remains. Rubble, swamp vegetation, and mud piled in heaps like foul nests, where a larger stack of rubble, sticks, and bones looks almost, but not quite, like a throne. A flattened mound of sand with a few dozen bits of wooden stone stuck into it covers the floor before the throne. Sitting atop the throne is this mitflet with a trident and a cobbled together three pointed hat um, with a like six legged spider scorpion dog thing sitting to his right that is about a medium sized creature. It maybe looks like a small horse. And that's where all the clicking and hissing is coming from. Mm. And uh, he looks at you and says, Ah, I see. Ah, you have come before me to, to. Why have you come before me before I attacked Otari? Hmm. Make a society check. Here's something we haven't done yet. Yeah. Is that a thing? Huh? No 12. Thing. 25. Six. Okay, so uh, Abed and crew, you realize that the um, sand that has been flattened down with all the sticks in it is a crude map of Otari. And there are arrows on that map representing a what looks to be an attack on Otari from the Fogfen region, the area between the Gauntlet and Otari. Mm. He sees you looking at it, he quickly takes his trident and scrubs it out. Mm. So either they're planning their next touchdown or attack on Otari. <laughs> uh, I think crew would just kind of Assess this, assessing the situation, just kind of casually walk in and look for a defensible place. Uh, probably sticking to this wall here. When you get to right there, you see this guy over here. Okay. He's kind of standing there with a with a sword. Okay. Uh, noticing him for the first time, I'm going to be like, okay, maybe there's more in here. I'm going to stop. Uh, and I will talk to Strong like, oh, you're, uh, you're heading to Otari, huh? Uh, you looking for any new recruits? Um, um, uh, well, no, actually, no, we weren't, we weren't going to attack. Um, uh, no, what, 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 what can I do for you? We, 
Aiden will move into the doorway and just kind of post guard. He gets real quiet and more stuttery as he sees Kane. <laughs> and looks at him. Like, I'm just, mm-hmm. You destroyed my skeleton. Mm. Yeah, yeah, he was he was already dead. When did it? Why are why are you here? Uh, we're we're looking for uh, employment. Em- employment. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any uh, job openings? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Um, I have a deal for you. Uh, there are mushroom-eyed people. Uh, that, that 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 are down below, that are downstairs, um, kill them all and defeat their king. Um, uh, he's kind of a magic mushroom-eyed priesty guy. Uh, he, he can hurt your brain just by looking at you. That's uh, not cool. Um, if you do that, I give you a big pile of shiny gems. Mm. Uh, crew will look back at, uh, I guess he can only see Kane at this point, unless the other two move forward. It looked, it looked like the stairs going down were caved in, though. How do we get downstairs? Oh, um, uh, well, uh, there's other ways down. There's other stairs down. Did, did, did you find the library? I have not seen the library, no. Mm-mm. There's stairs in the library. Abed, yeah, upon not having anybody asking the question where the library is, would <laughs> uh, ask in which corner of this building is the library? It's not in the corner, in the middle. Mm. And I would also then follow it up with what can you tell us? About the chapel. 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 Oh, ha! Shiny room. Yes. Lots of light. Big, pretty windows. Um, um big, pretty windows. Uh, dead guy. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, what? What is it used for? What? What has it been used for? Uh, we don't use. We don't go with dead guy. <laughs> dead guy. So dead do guy. not know what it has been used for in the past. I mean, chapel. Stands to reason. Right. I'm going to ask him yeah. if he's related to Kane with his answer. <laughs> he's long shanks, short shanks, no relation. Thank you, sir. Crew's gonna kind of oh. look look back and shrug his shoulders, like, "Deal." I could go mushroom, either way. people? Yes, deal. Yeah, I mean, why not? Right? Gems. Big <laughs> shiny gems. Big bag. Yes. Big bag of gems. How do we know you're not just uh, fooling us? You probably don't even have a big shiny bag of gems. So, question is Mad Hood. Lady Sil- in, in, is there insight? <laughs> that um, insight or question is, is Mad Hood. 
Yeah, I don't know if that's part of the society. Nope, it would be no. diplomacy check, I believe. I will say that. Influencing others through negotiation and flattery. That makes sense. Uh, 16 plus 5 is 21. Crew, you do not think he has a bag of gems. When you question that, the look on his face and his body language straight up tells you he does not have a big bag of gems. All right. Uh, again, I, I'll message Kane. I don't think he has a big bag of gems. And then Kane's going to message Abed. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to play the telephone game. But, oh, wait. That, that, why, why do you want to get... Why, why do you want to get rid of the mushroom people? They moved. We lived downstairs. They moved us. They displaced us. They hurt our heads. He hurt our heads. Just looking. It's weird. Lady Syl from way back says, Can we get back to the gems? Yes, yes. Big, big gems. Show us the gems. have them here <laughs> that would be too easy for someone to break in and take my cousin's holding them for me <laughs> yeah the, gem, the, the gems are downstairs with the mushroom people mm. well that makes that's, sense that's you want it. us to fetch your gems for you for you we want home back Miss Frost says, done talking. Is, do, do we believe that Make he's telling the truth that there are gems? <laughs> Make a diplomacy check. Oh, this will go wonderfully. Abed <laughs> is going to message. Seven. Seven? Yeah, you believe. <clears throat> you believe he's telling me. I believe there's gems down by the mushroom people. Abed's going to message Abed. Drew and uh, say, this is getting tiresome. We need to either dispatch them or carry on. Uh, and I'll respond back with, uh, tell Lady Sill there's there's no gems. Did I notice Lady Sill leaving? <laughs> or did she just, mm. did she stalk out or did she just sneak out? I don't know. She said she was done. I assume she just kind of heel turned and started walking away. <laughs> I don't know, Ryan. Yeah, there, if there are no gems there, uh, I'd just say to Abed, let's go. Let's get these gems. All right, she I, walks out of the room. <laughs> all right, I'm going to uh, just say out loud, all right, let's go. And I'm going to turn and, and follow the lady. Kane? I guess I'm following up, and then if, if we're going right. after the gems, he was fine. He believes uh, there's gems. Sure. Cruel I, I, just say, seems we have a deal. Uh, we'll be back. Good. Good. Yes. Big bag of gems. Uh, as you leave, Crew, uh, you do notice just before you leave, this guy step around from the corner here. Mm. So there were, there were two dudes in there, two other Metflits besides the boss, and bite, bite his... Mm. Bite, 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 bite. I'm going to call after Lady Sil. Lady, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Lady, stop. I'll go around this way. All right. Yeah, <clears throat> he was, 
he was bluffing. There's there's probably no gems. So the question is, do we is he leave bluffing them? about him having physically the gems there? Or was he bluffing that there aren't any anywhere? Um, he definitely was nervous when we the first time we mentioned the gems. So either he doesn't, either there are no gems, or he's hoping we get killed so he doesn't have to produce gems, or he's hoping that they have gems, and then he can say, see, I told you there was gems. Well, they don't but, really have anything, right? So but we're I don't wasting want that, our time with that crew. I don't really want Bite Bite sneaking up on us when we're searching the rest of this place. So what? Okay, so we were we were contracted to do what specifically with this lighthouse? Just to explore it? Or we got to clear it out? Finding you were contracted to find the source of the mysterious light. I don't think he's the source of the light. No, he seemed very dim. And when we... I agree. When we, uh, when we first went in there, his uh, sand on Tom, the floor looked, looked like Otari. Add another hero point to your feet. <laughs> and then don't forget to use it. They reset at yeah, the end of the... Yeah, reset at the end of each time. Because um, uh, uh, we got the message. Yeah, we were in there when uh, Rin told us about her vision of the destruction of Otari. So the fact that it kind of looked like a map of Otari on the floor... I'll explain that too. That, and he wiped and he wiped the map off, so he's trying to hide the <laughs> fact that he's mapping out Otari. Definitely not a truthful little midflit. I think it might be in our best. We can go back and dispatch them to take care of them. I agree. <clears throat> it would be in our best interest. To I think it would be map. helpful if, if we try to draw them out mm. somehow, or at least some of them out. Was there a um, ceiling in that room? No. Do we feel they are truly a threat to Otari? Otherwise, we are wasting our time. Do you believe Rin? <sighs> have, have you done any divining of your own lady cell? Do you believe Rin, or do you think she's full of BS? Um, I don't know. What do I think, DM? You, <clears throat> you believe Rin. Um, a lot of what, you, in fact, she's almost a, like kindred spirit to you. She's the one in Otari that really kind of seems to fall alongside of your belief system. I'm really curious as to what you just saw. Mm. <laughs> you consulting the book. <laughs> so the Knight of Coins says uh, uh, the figure is in touch with not only the natural world, but their own work ethic and impulses, direct and hardworking. They champion diligence and responsibility. If the Knight appears in a reading, they're often there to warn us not to slow or stray from the path. Well, if you if that reading was based on Rin, there's your answer. <laughs> Which is kind of flipping amazing. <laughs> so we perhaps we could, we could convince him to send some of his underlings with us to find the stairs, dispatch mm -hmm. them, and 
back and finish him off? Yeah, that's not I, a terrible idea. I'd just as soon finish them off in their room that they're in and never have them come out. I could maybe try climbing up and drop down from above while you guys come in the front door. Let's just go back and clear out the lighthouse then. So let's 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 focus on that. So let's go back and do it. So how would you like to do this? Because you've clearly walked away. They've trusted yeah. you're going to do what you're doing. So now we have the element of surprise again. So yep. Miss Sill says, Kane and crew, let's go. And then right. uh, dash in. There's a whole walkway leading into the room now. We can't really sneak up on them. And crew busted both doors down. Well, no, the one door did not break. The door to their room specifically did not break open. I'm I didn't say I closed it, but is it still open? No, it latched. Okay. I would like you to get, actually... You can get uh, up to the door without problem. Yep, you can, can get I, where Kane is without issue. Where the wall is broken in the north uh, over here, am I able to climb yep. up the wall? And yep. then I would like to... This is what I would like to do. I need an acrobatics check for you to jump that gap. Okay. Uh, <laughs> where the window is by the river. <clears throat> Uh, that's a 10. Hard. 10? Yeah, it's just enough. <laughs> just enough. It was 10. Um, yeah. The yeah. rock crumbled when I stepped on it. Yep. All right. Um, make a stealth check now as you enter a place where you might possibly be seen by them. As you're crawling along the... Do, 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 do. Stealth. 13. 13. Um, uh, Abed and Miss... Mistress Frost, you see crew get to here and a rock tumbles down into the room. What do you do when the rock tumbles, crew? Lay down flat. Okay. So you lay down prone. You're prone up there. Everything gets real quiet for a second. You heard them like talking on the other side of the door and suddenly everything gets quiet. Uh, crew laying down flat, you can actually see actually when you came over you can see that they have moved forward and are starting to redraw in the sand uh, and having an argument about where things were before, <laughs> previously. <laughs> um, and then one of them's like yelling at Scrong about, you, you destroyed the map, it was not necessary. <laughs> um, but they stopped talking and uh, turned and looked, but no one saw you. How, how high up am I to... The floor on the south and the ground on the north. Oh, you're only three feet up. <laughs> <laughs> you're, ten, you're ten feet up from the floor on the south and about 20 feet up from the ground okay. on the north. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to just lay flat. Okay. What would you guys like to do? Um. <clears throat> the plan took a step sideways. I'm going to say, Kane, shove the door open, and I will, uh, I have a spell I can use, uh, and I will, uh, flame, I will shoot fire at them. So, open the door and duck. Duck. <laughs> The door's not locked. You can push it open. What do you need me to do it for? 
Because I need to prepare my, I need to get my cantrip ready. You can do this with a cantrip? <laughs> Produce flame. I can shoot fire at him. Okay. I mean, what else would you like me to do? Something bigger? I don't, he doesn't have any uh, leveled spells. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're level one. Message them. <laughs> <laughs> Open the door so I can see them. <laughs> you know they're there. You could do a. Uh... Oh, oh. You guys are going to get it. I have an idea. <clears throat> okay. So, can I? I am the dread pirate Robert. I've <laughs> come for your soul. Can I message Scrog? Like, make it sound sound like it's coming from behind him, like in the back of his head. So he turns around and then flame him? Uh, sure. Yeah, uh, you're going to have to make an arcana check because you're going through a door. <laughs> He's kind of standing to the side along the wall with his arm on the door ready to push it open. Mm-hmm. 13. He's not going 13. to stand in front of, of it. Um... Scrong, you hear Scrong from the other side of the door go, what? Huh? And, and I Kane go, pushes the door open. Yep, and I say, now. And then I'm going and, to cast my Produce Flame on him. Okay, you're going to cast Produce Flame, and we're all going to roll initiative. So, what's okay. your Produce Flame? Um, Scrong has turned around. Um, am I hidden enough to use uh, Stealth for initiative? Yes. Um, nice. So what is the produce flame? Oh, I got seven on my initiative. Um, produce flame is a 27 to hit. I, I critted. It's a natural 20. Oh, yeah. Then you definitely critted because you were also 10 above his AC. More than 10 above his AC. So <laughs> what is the damage on produce flame? All right. So it is... Uh, 16 fire damage and two persistent. All right, 16 fire and two persistent. Whoa, you critted on the fire damage too. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. 18. That you hit the big guy with that? Mm-hmm. Math in my head. I did. He like, yeah. <laughs> He hears him scream as flame erupts from around him. Now, that persistent happens on his turn, then? Or yours? His. His turn? Okay. Uh, Initiatives, then. Uh, Lady Sill. 21. Nice. I I also got a 21. Which one of you would like to go first? Crew. He's in the room already. Okay. Crew. Ready to go. Put crew at 22, then? Um, Jacob. Ten. And then I need to roll initiatives for these tricked out dudes. I I think it said it's at the end of his turn, not the beginning of his turn. So it's okay. at the end of his turn. Gets the two two um, persistent. So he had a. Um, I got three different groups here. Um, this thing is 
I'm starting to learn how to do this. So this one's at 14. And then these two dudes are... Um... Ooh, snap! <laughs> uh, going first, apparently. So the, the door is wide open? Yep, the door is open. Um, so, uh, when the door slams open and their boss starts on fire, the two, uh, two dudes here turn around. Oh, I gotta label them. In my initiative order, so I have the right hit points for each of them. Let's see. They have a movement speed of 20 feet. So, 5, 10... 20 he moves to there um, I can move again right just using an action right does that work yeah 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 each move is an action or stride or right. whatever then he strides up to Kane oh yeah that's right take the stride action yep and he's got a short sword on him he's gonna swing a cane with his short sword he gets I uh, get an AO as he comes in Oh, when he steps into where the ten foot range or ten foot range, ten foot range, you get the AO right there. Does it stop him at all from walking? No. No. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven is a critical hit. It times two. Fourteen <laughs> bludgeoning. Uh, all right. Um, where is he? Yeah, he comes into range and you just splatter him with your. <laughs> Knock his block off. Do you have to, do you want to describe how he dies? <laughs> he steps in range. He takes one. He takes one the, as the, he swings the hammer around and gets it underneath, like an uppercut into the under the jaw. And snaps his head back. There's there's a sickening crunch from below you, crew. <laughs> as this one dies. Five times. Yeah, I didn't have to see it. I know what happened. FYI, I, th I threw a colored ring around the, the leader. It's called Hunter's Mark, just because I want to remember that he's on fire. There's no actual on fire. Oh, fire. Okay. There's no burning um, ring of fire. Oh, I don't yeah, don't step into that burning ring of fire. Dead ring. Put a dead ring on the goblin. Um, if you hover the ring over him and it actually says his name... Uh, or the token name, it will oh. attach to it so that when you move it, it moves with them. I'm just making sure, because I know last week when I went to delete some, that way when we delete them as well, the ring goes away as well. So if you get it hovered over the token with the name on and release, it'll do that. Uh, the other one moves up to you, Kane. Um, you don't have a reaction this time. Oh, so... Uh, it is going to swing at you with its short sword. Which is a... Oh, what is the short sword? Uh, 21 to hit? Yes. Uh, and that... Miss, you said? Oh, yes. Oh, that's it. Said, oh, yes. yes. Okay. I'm like, whoa. Nope. Where, did you get... Where did you get the big AC? Um... Five points of slashing damage. 
because it's minus one. And he used two moves to get to you, so then that moves us to crew. Um. <clears throat> All right. Part of me wants to just delay my action or delay my turn. Um. Since I'm hidden, but uh, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna. I'm just gonna delay my turn. Till when? Until I want to not delay my turn anymore. Delay <laughs> says, uh, um, I can return to the initiative order as a free action triggered by the end of any other creature's turn. Oh, okay. So you're going to delay your turn. Yeah. All right. That moves us. Because I'm being to... a rogue. Yep. That <laughs> moves us to Miss Sylviana Frost. I am confident that. The bee monster is engaged in combat with Kane, so I'm going to step yes. over this dead body here. Okay. And there. Get within 30 feet so that I can divine lance. Um, and I might as well go right for the strong guy. Okay. Uh, and so I will shoot that at him. Attack plus six is only a 12 to hit. Cannot uh, roll again. Nope. You missed him. Yep. Sure. And then uh, I'll shoot my cold weapon again. But this time from Crew's vantage point, he thinks he sees... Like, something whip up and sling this cold damage. Some, like, ethereal arm-looking thing comes up over your shoulder and... <laughs> and that's got an 18. invisible catapult. 18 does hit. 18 to hit, and that's two cold damage. Two cold damage. Alright. Oh, come on. And that's it. For whatever reason, it's not letting me... Alright. Uh, then it is the spider. Bite, bite. Um, where is he? Bite, bite comes charging out at you. Let's see. 5, 15, 20. With its first movement. And then it is going to try and, well, bite you. Because it's bite, bite. Um, Seems logical. Hey, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. It's, it's actually going to pounce, which allows it to stride and make a strike at the end of the movement. So it pounces at you and bites, which is a d20. Does a 15 hit you? 15 is my AC. All right. And that is a, uh, let's see, the bite is a... Ten plus one is nine piercing damage. It appears to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> A little. Um, then it is going to... Nope, it's not. It is going to claw at you with its next action. 
12 hit does not does not and then uh another claw which is 19 to hit it does hit is that plus and minus because that's plus like zero. minus 10 yeah. plus zero huh plus eight plus four plus zero um For, for two slashing damage. <laughs> All right, I will jump in. If you haven't figured it out, this is the threat in the room. Um. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So noted. Um. All right, how much of mm -hmm. action uh, or movement would it take? How many actions would it take for me to uh, essentially jump off of the? railing onto bite bite with uh, an attack would that be like a stand up a jump and an attack um with possible your full movement i think stand and drop prone are uh full actions are, I think... stand is a full action all right um so it would take one action to stand okay and then i one action to jump and one action to swing Okay. What if you took one action okay. just to roll off the ledge? I mean, that'd be great, but then I'd be laying on the floor and take damage. Well, yeah. what if can athletics to land on your feet? Um, no, nah, I think I want to jump on it. I feel like <laughs> I feel like that's going to happen. Are you trying to jump on it, or are you trying to jump next like, to it? It's, you want to ride I'm, it? I'm a short guy and it's 10 feet down. It's safer for me to land on it to okay. slow my fall than it is to try to land on the ground and then attack it. Perfect. All right. So you jump. You stand up. You jump off. Uh, make an athletics or acrobatics check to land on it. Uh, you should do an unarmed uh, strike with the Macho Man elbow. <laughs> uh, dirty 20 for the athletics. Oh, nice. So you jump, you land on its back, like, and these things are actually known for being like horses or pack animals for creatures of your size. Mm -hmm. So you land on its back, you're riding it like bareback. Right so would you would you say if it didn't know I was there, then it's flat-footed until I make an attack? Is that um, like, if I was essentially hidden? Or? I would say it's flat-footed because it's in it's next to. Miss Frost. Okay, I'll. Yeah, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna argue you're flanking it. Let's see. Because its head is between you and another enemy. All right. Yeah. Because that. Make sure I got this uh, sneak attack thing correct. It has to be a agile or finesse weapon. Okay. Yeah. Good. 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 All right, the kukri comes down. It's only a, it's a thirteen, but it's flat-footed, right? So it's like a fifteen. Thirteen, but it's flat-footed. It just misses. Oh, can I use a That's hero not... point? With can I give genius my hero point? Can you give a friend a hero I, point? I don't think you can. Genius one, but I'll, 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 I'll use my own because I want it to be dramatic. Yeah. Uh, so I will. Uh, I will do that. 23. Uh, and it's flat-footed, makes it... Okay, so it's not a crit. Um, not a crit. Just barely not a crit. <laughs> flat-footed, it's 14. All right. So you need to hit. So uh, the, uh, there's a damage roll, and then a... Uh, uh, so the damage roll is 6, and then the sneak attack... 
roll is a three. So a total of nine damage. All right. Total of nine damage. Excellent. You jump off, you stand up, you jump off the wall, you got your kukri, you come slam down on the back of its head, slicing the neck right next to where the, uh, where his spine is. If he had a spine, he's a spider-like creature, so he doesn't have a spine. You jam it in between the plates of his. Yeah, I'm going to leave that hand jammed in as just in case this thing goes rodeo on me. (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) Excellent. We'll find out next turn. Um. Let's see. That brings us to Scrong. It's at the end of his turn. He takes the damage at the beginning. End. End. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he is literally on fire. Yeah. Smell. What does he have? It's a very courageous leader, obviously, because he's a midfoot. Yeah. Yes. All right, so he is going to run out over the top of the map. (laughs) Footprints right into, like, where the... Is he Will Ferrell? um, I'm on fire. I'm on fire. No, he's actually a little... (laughs) He's a little little angry. He's got his trident out, um, and he's charging Mistress Frost because she did damage to him. Um, he takes his trident and he swings at her. Um, 16 to hit. Hits. All right. I need a fortitude saving throw from you. Thirteen. Thirteen. You failed, so you take. Let's see. I gotta do damage for the. This probably trident. isn't very good for you, is it? Um. Six piercing, and then the poison. Well, six puts me down. Okay. And then there's two poison damage on that, as well. You fall to the ground. Right there. Um, and he then looks over at, let's see, he sees crew on the back of Bite Bite, and he throws the same, oh no, if crew's on the back of Bite Bite, (laughs) he could actually swing at you with this last action, which is what he's going to do. Uh, which is his second attack, so it's, uh... 19 to hit uh yep that hits um 1d8 oh jesus two piercing damage just two just two I'll take it and that is it uh that moves us to Jacob (laughs) alright you well, saw Lady Sill fall. I gotta take care of the one in front of me first. I can't really do much else. Do you know what you're gonna do, Tom? Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, then we'll go to the end of the round. It's you and you and Jacob. 
and right. then the round's over and we'll start at the beginning of 14 to hit the one in front of me um it's a mid flip uh just misses all right swing again 15 yes that, that just hits <laughs> wow and then and bludgeoning how does it die? And keep in mind, this is exactly the amount of hit points you need to kill him. So, <laughs> it shouldn't be anything explodingly glory. No, nope. but just, <laughs> just enough. I got, just got him in the chest, and it just just was enough for him to fall. Like it, like it hit him in the chest, and it stopped its heart beating. It hit him with that rhythm that just, <laughs> and he falls over. Okay, and then shit. Um, oh, um, what is it? Two points of damage to Scrong for the fire? Yeah, he's in yeah. fire too. <clears throat> okay, mm-hmm. he doesn't look good. <laughs> now, does the persistent go away after a certain amount of time, or does it reduce each round, or how does it's, that work? It's up to GM's discretion, they say usually a minute. Yeah, I will. I will keep it going. If it just says persistent he, with all the number, the, the, um, unless he takes an action to put it out. Yeah, he can do that. Which he didn't. Um, he's not the brightest bulb. Even when he's. I'm gonna player. do. I'm gonna give um, Skullwag an intimidating glare and try to get him to come at me. All right. Fuck five. Five. Kind of focused on crew on the back of bite bite. He doesn't even notice you over there. That's all you got. Abed. All right. Um, so I'm going to cast a telekinetic projectile. I'm going to uh, force grab a shard, uh, a spiky shard of bone. Okay. Yep. And launch it at Scrog. At Scrog? Okay. 14 to hit. Um, 14 misses him. All right. I'm going to use one of my points. Okay. What are your hero points? Yep. 16 <laughs> to hit. 16 to hit him. <laughs> nice. Good use of the points. Uh, that is for nine piercing... Nine piercing damages. Would you like to describe how he dies, sir? Yep. So I I force grab the uh, the shard and fling it, and it goes pierces right straight into his. Uh, actually, I'm gonna do it he right looks into like his a unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> right into his neck, and it sticks. Out like it. And there's just blood just shoots everywhere. Uh, and Give him a bone tracheotomy. Crew, crew gets a little splatter effect of the blood. Nice. <laughs> I'm saying that was the uh, the hero point there. Is you kind of, you missed him, so you turned it around and came back from the other direction. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, that also would have worked. <laughs> it's kind of like um, what what does nuts you whistled in the um, the dude from Guardians of the Galaxy? And the bones like your little zippy. <laughs> <thing>. mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
And thus ends Scrong's life. We have crew on top of Bite Bite. Well, I still have one action yet. Oh, do you? Yeah. Yep. I'm going to move into the room uh, with my last action and stand over the lady. Lady Sil? Okay. So yeah, because movement is an action, you. right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So you step forward into the room over Lady Sill. Hovering over Lady Sill is also Bite Bite with crew on his back. Scrong and his two goons lay dead on the floor. As does Lady uh, Lady Sill. Lady Frost. Feeling a little bit colder. Um, not quite so nasty. She normally does. Not not quite so nasty. Not, not quite so nasty. Um, Ryan, question about your character. Is it only when you die that that might be revealed or i'm unsure i would have okay. to we're just gonna say details. it holds we'll say but, it holds yeah, i think enough. it would make sense um it is a glamour so it is it's not my natural state so it'd be hard for me to maintain it unconscious. Oh, yeah, being unconscious um it's uh, well, do you want to describe what, uh, what, what, describe what she might save look like it. next week? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As you approach and stand over her, Abed. Huh. Well then. So. Interesting. I did not see that yeah. coming. <clears throat> oh. I mean, she's not naked, so it's, you yeah, know, it's true. depending yeah. on how she's laying there, it could be concealed still. Or some <laughs> of it. We are well, tuners we'll of quest. Have a small discussion with Ryan. <laughs> we are Jeez, tuners of quest. We are here Sunday mornings, eight thirty a.m. Central Time. Oh, this is exciting. I'm curious and very interested <laughs> as to what is going to happen. Uh, join us next week as we figure out what the hell is going on with Lady Sill and what Bite Bite's going to do. Uh, support us, uh, patreoncom nerds one quest Give us ratings and reviews on the podcast. Let other people know about the show. Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Tom M. Norm. Uh, join us. Uh, live chat with us. Submit uh, show titles, which we'll go over in a second. We'd love to see new names in the chat. Uh, we'd love to see the old names in the chat, too. People who have been here before, come yeah. back. We don't We don't care how old you are. I mean, yeah, I was going to say, we're not calling you old by any yeah. means. Yeah. <laughs> Old friends, new friends, young friends, bluefish, mm. redfish, whatever. Oh, I, th- I thought you were going to say blue friends. Mm. Something old, something new, something borrowed friends? Makes sense. <laughs> something <laughs> borrowed, something blue? Anyway, I've had a couple of borrowed friends. We'll catch you next time. For me, for Rick, for Coach, for Genius, and for the DMJC. Rock on. Go, Web, go. <laughs>